Father, while you're here listening to me today, I am challenging you to begin to think right now, what is it that I will pass on to my children that will be a blessing and a benefit? Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Recently, someone said to me, I feel so sorry for the children today. I don't know what this world is going to be like for them to grow up in. That statement has been made in every generation. The key to having successful children in any generation is giving them an inheritance, first of all, of the Word of God, and then secondly, something from you, especially the fathers, that will cause that children to hold on to something of value. Join us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Isaac was speaking a blessing of prosperity. He asked God to engage himself on Jacob's behalf. And fathers, you can say, Lord, bless my children as well. He said, bless the work of his hands and his career path. Bless his vocation. There was also a blessing of leadership in there. He asked for God's specific favor for his son to be the head and not the tail. Uh, You ought to want your children to progress more than you progress. You want your children to be more productive than you are. You want your children to be more successful than you are, however you measure success. Then there was a blessing of favor and partnership. Those who surround and support him will themselves be blessed, and those who oppose and curse him will themselves be cursed. And Jacob's brother Esau, who was older, was the one that was in line for the blessings of the oldest son. And when he found out that Jacob had got the blessing, he still wanted the blessing. He said, Father, I still need that blessing from you. So, Father's here today. I want to share with you three things you should do to be a blessing to your children. Number one, you should instruct your children. Uh, Instructing is not just yelling at them when they do something wrong. This is intentional teaching and guidance to your children on things that are going on in life and you need to take opportunities to point out things to them as they are being developed. Listen, if you don't instruct them, everybody else is instructing them. And if you gave them a telephone, you gave them an encyclopedia of different voices that's going to be speaking into their lives much more than you are. If you gave your children a telephone that can get on the internet, there's people speaking into their lives all day long. You see what they're doing all day? There's somebody talking to them. So if you're not talking to them to counteract what they're hearing... They're going to be saying stuff to you. You're going to wonder where they got it from. You know where they got it from, somebody else. You gave it to them. So if you're not instructing them intentionally, somebody else is instructing them all day long. They're instructing the kids and they're instructing you too because you're doing the same thing. I went into the uh, dental office this week. And I came in, good morning, everybody. And then I decided to sit down and engage with the people in the waiting room, but nobody ever looked up, nobody ever said anything. Everybody's doing this. I'm just looking at them. 
They ain't looking to see who would. I could slap somebody outside the head and walk out. They say, who did it? I don't know. I ain't seen nobody. <laughs> Here's what he says in the Bible in Deuteronomy 4, 7. What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them the way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to him? And what other nation is so great as to have such righteous decrees and laws as this body of law I am setting before you today? Only be careful to watch yourselves and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. He said, you ought to say, what nation is so great to have a God like our God? Who, our God, you talk to them about what God has done in your life. Excuse me a second. Talk to them. Has God done, has he been good to you? Has he brought you out? Has he opened a door for you? Do your children know that? Tell them this is what God did. They're sleeping in a nice bed they got from gallery furniture. Say this is what God did. God, it is God's blessing that have us in this place. Instruct them, or else they'll think that you just did it, and then they're going to have to do everything and not depend on God. Teach your children. God gave us his word. God gave us his instruction. God gave us his laws. God gave us his decree. And a good time to teach them is when you're looking at television and you're seeing some stuff, say, pause that right there. You see that? Don't do that in this house. You see how that kid talking to his parents? Don't try that. You're going to be out there on naked and afraid. <laughs> try that up in here if you want to. Because, you know, they see them kids doing it on TV. They're going to do it at the house. And uh, uh, Let me tell you before you even think about it. You see those two guys looking at each other about to kiss? That is not God's plan for relationships. Tell them. You got to tell them that because when they go to school, they're going to tell them, you know, you can choose your own gender now. You can decide however you want to be. They say, no, no, no. So that every moment is a teachable moment when you're there with your kids. Instruct them in the way of the Lord. Tell them. Say that again. Somebody said, preach, pastor. Let them know there is a way. The Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man. But in the end, that road leads to destruction. There's only two ways. There's a way that is right, and then there's a way that seems right. And it looked like more people are going down the road that seem right. And just because everybody's going down that road don't mean it's the right road to go. But Jesus talked about that. He said the road to destruction is a wide road. And many are traveling in that road. And the road to eternal life is a narrow road. And a few travelers are going down that way. There is a way that seems right to a man, but... As wrong as it can be. 
You got to tell them there's a right, there's a wrong. Instruct them in the most important things that will help them to be productive and to be blessed. Instruct them that uh, work is still valuable. You got to work. You have to work. I know it's a four-letter word, but that's one you could use. Talk to them about discipline. You have to be disciplined in your life. Discipline in your finances. Discipline in how you behave. You have to be disciplined. Don't go out acting crazy. Listen, if they act crazy these days, they're going to give them some drugs. So you need to give them a beat down before they give them some drugs. The beat down used to work. They get over there and sit down and don't you get up till I tell you. You don't want somebody said he's talk, he talking about being uh, abusive to your children. No, abusive to your children is letting them do everything they, they want to do without any kind of discipline. That's abuse. Then you're going to wonder why you got to go down to the jail and try to get him out. And then you're talking about, the, he's a good kid. Yeah, he's good. But he did that, what they said he did. Instruct him. Uh, someone was talking about um, the youth, and he's made this statement. And he was talking about youth and youth in our culture. He said, if anyone in America will graduate from high school, work, get him a job, and work hard, save his money, and stay out of the criminal justice system, he will do well in this country. And that's a minimum standard. So the first thing you want to do is to instruct your children. The next thing you want to do is to influence your children. Fathers are one of the greatest influences in the life of a child. There's something about fathers that their children long to look up to. Fathers, they may not do what you say, but they're going to do what you do. Even absentee fathers, their children are looking for their father. Where's my daddy? Who's my daddy? Where is he? I want to meet him. If a father is abusive, he's still going to influence his children. It will be in a negative way, but you are the influence. A father who is present, a father who is encouraging, a father who is supportive and loving will most likely influence his children to be successful. I know the children love the nurturing of their mothers, but they have a special inclination toward their fathers. So you want to instruct your children, you want to influence your children, and then you want to invest in your children. You want to invest in them. Your greatest investment in your children is your time. Greatest investment is your time. Spend the time with your children while they are young and while they're in your house and just go with them and encourage them and go to their events and hang out with them and spend time with them while they're in your house. And then when they get 18, run them out of your house and tell them your time is over. Not only should you invest your time, 
And this is something, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about our culture. We need to invest our history and our heritage. We don't do that. There are people complaining about the educators. Why they don't teach us black history in school? I say, you don't teach it at home. So you need to teach about the history. How many of you have history of your family? Where was your great-grandmother born? How many children did she have? I don't know. See, no one else can tell your history like you can. Don't expect somebody else to tell your history, then you complain about it. They left out a lot of stuff. Well, you tell it. We have missed the mark when it comes to passing on the importance of our family existence and our family history. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.